time we do it it's like damn like we're that far into it that's a big number but we're here we are and uh, i'm here with joey and joey's pumped to be back joey's doing good we were just talking on our um we do a live show and we were talking on the show before we recorded the podcast it's been a while since we've had you and me here yeah i mean like you were out of country for a week so we didn't yeah. do it at all last week i had stuff going on so like it like two weeks feels like months yeah honestly which is good because I like doing this. Yeah, no, it's it's good. And um, you can follow us on Twitter, Another Jags Pod, Facebook, Instagram, Another Jags Podcast. We are 40 followers away from 1,000 on Twitter. Man, that's epic. It's awesome. You can find us on Big Cat Country. We're on their podcast network with SB Nation. We're also on the Overtime Sports Podcast Network. Uh, you can find us all over the place. Hit us up on Twitter or, or YouTube. If this is your first time listening to the show, uh, we're basically a fan show. We are. We talk, we get your questions, we get your comments, and we just read them and talk about certain things. We just facilitate the conversation here. Should and we like maybe throw a poll out there? Like, what is your favorite way to get to our podcast? Yeah, I mean, because there's a lot of different ways to. I mean, there's like a boatload right, right now. Right, different ways to get to us. We might want to like solidify that to a couple. So yeah, let us know. Like, comment on whatever your yeah. favorite media is. Let us know how you like to find us, how you track us, what notifications you get, like how you get to our podcast. That would be helpful. Yeah, that would be. But tonight we're breaking down the wide receivers. So if you haven't listened to any of our podcasts the last couple of weeks, we broke down quarterbacks, we broke down running backs, and now we're doing wide receivers. So you can go back and listen to any of the podcasts um, or you can go on YouTube and just watch us live on our live show where we Always talk about but tonight we're doing wide receivers so we there's a you guys had to give us a lot of input on wide receivers and we actually got input via Twitter through a current wide receiver and we'll get to that in a little bit Ooh. so uh, first of all before we jump into it Joe STs give me your thoughts on the wide receiver group as a whole I'll tell you what first of all I'll start from a like media standpoint, we're the local guys. The media doesn't want to talk about it. I mean, I listen to sports radio every day, way more than I should. And I haven't heard anything about wide receivers in probably three weeks. There's a reason for that, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. But we're going to tackle it because that's what we do. And it's important. In my mind, Generally, I mean, what do you want? Like a one to ten scale? Like, how do you, how do you want me to rate that? Yeah, just give me like who you're excited for. I guess I'm excited for Dee Westbrook because he came on at the end of the year. I've been a fan of his since the second he got on the team. I think with Foles, Dee is going to be an elite wide receiver next year. So I'll leave it at that as far as my opinion before we get in depth. I am excited for this group. I think that Dee Westbrook, like you said, will be good. I think I'm excited for DJ Chark this year. I th- a lot of what held him back last year was his size. We'll get to him later, but. I'm excited for DJ Turk. I think he'll put some weight on. I think D.D. Westbrook will look good. I think Marcus Lee will eventually get back to who, who he is. And their core isn't that terrible. They may all kind of look the same, but they're not terrible. Uh, we're going to get into them each individually, and, we wanna, and we'll get into what you guys think. But right off the bat, I think there's reason to be optimistic about this group. Absolutely. Before we get into the wide receivers, um, the biggest news of the week for the Jaguars 
was the news that came out that Jack Del Rio had no idea that Blaine Gabbert was being picked. That's crazy. What were your thoughts when you heard that? Absolutely crazy tone. And the fact was like, he went to the buffet to get food and came back and the Jaguars had drafted a quarterback. And that's your head coach. I mean, Gene Smith, really, man? Like, hey, all right. I'm, I'm, I picture him like looking through the room like, okay, Del Rio's going away. I'm going to do this real quick. I mean, that, that can't happen. Can't do that as a staff, right? Tayson Advance on Twitter, and he's at TayVS underscore SD, says it sounds a lot like the movie Giraffe Day with Kevin Costner. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Which is a movie. It's like fictitious. Like, you can't do that in real life, but they did. Yeah, no, that, that, that's insane. Like, you're not even going to consult. With, I mean, I guess if you're a GM and, you know, Gene Smith doesn't ever make good decisions, but if you're the GM, I guess you can do whatever you want, I guess. I mean, you can, but I mean, Del Rio's a good coach. I think he's proved that. Like, he... He's a good coach. I thought he got a raw deal here. He absolutely did. Yeah. And he did well at Oakland. He kind of got a raw deal there as well. And yeah. dude, he's a good coach. And he was a Jacksonville guy. He still has a house here. I mean, yeah, that that's that's phenomenal. Yeah. In a bad way. Well, I'm just glad that we no longer have to deal with that. And hopefully Marone is a little more involved. Do you think that goes on like more than we know? Probably. Yeah, so who, who broke that? Like, I saw, like, the headline. It, I think of, it was on the uh, Brent Martineau and Austin Lane show. I think he did a... I think they did an interview with him. With uh, Del Rio? Yeah. So he was, like, a little bit bitter. Probably. I like it. Yeah. I mean... That's right up his alley, though. He, yeah. He's, like, a mince words. No, Del Rio was never a guy to hold back. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I liked him. Honestly. That's pretty cool. This, let's get into some of the uh, wide receivers as a whole. Just to kind of fill everybody in. Here, who we currently have on the, on the roster right now. We have D.D. Westbrook out of Oklahoma who played pretty well last year. I would say that he was our best receiver last year. Would you agree with me there? Oh, by far. The start of the season, maybe not so much, but the end of the season, like he was the guy that he played like a man. Yeah. Like, I mean, he was catching balls down the sideline. He was breaking tackles. He was like rolling off hits. I mean, yeah, he played like a man. He's like, Five nine. Yeah, I mean, I, he was my favorite receiver last year to watch. He really stepped up, like when it mattered the most. But I mean, coming out of college, like he he was like a five star recruit. No, yeah, he was in college. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was that guy. He had, you know had some issues off the field during college, and we got him as a steal. But I mean, like speed wise, catch wise, I mean, you watch his Oklahoma film. I mean, the dude was like blowing DBs away. People forget that he was like a Heisman finalist. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, no, he, he was, was like he that was guy, and we got yeah. him in the late rounds. I mean, yeah. he's done nothing here to show that he isn't a stand-up dude at this point. So yeah, I know. I mean, he had 101 targets last year, which is a lot for him the most on the team. 66 receptions, most on the team. 717 yards, almost 11 yards per reception. Five touchdowns. So his PFF grade was only a 70, which isn't bad, but. What is worth noting is I know people feel whatever about PFF. We use, I use PFF a lot just, just to give you guys an uh, idea of where he's being ranked with the analytics. You can take them for whatever they're worth to you, but I'm just letting you know. But his PFF grade as a, as a run blocker on the outside was even better than his receiver record. The guy can run block, which I like, and I'll, I like that in a wide receiver. Because he's nasty. Like, he is. He, he, he's got a nasty he, side to him. He might not be a huge wide receiver, but he's got the mentality of a huge wide receiver. He's strong, and he wants. He's just got that. I want to win, man. And those stats are skewed because the first half of the season we didn't throw to him much at all. Yeah, which was baffling to me. 
Mm. And they finally figured out, like, hey, this guy is legit, I guess. I mean, I don't know if it was a Bortles him thing or what. But oh, well, I think we were trying to force Keelan Cole, I, th- I think. And, yeah, I kind of I mean, After that catch. Yeah, he played good in the Patriots game. We're actually watching the Patriots game right now. Um, Jaguars, Patriots, week two of last year. Um, we're watching it because that was the week when the receivers looked the best. Yeah, it was like, hey, slants work. Like, we were dominating a team that beat us last year. We're going to win the Super Bowl. And, yeah, not so much. This is how good our receivers looked in this game. Not only did Dante Moncrief have a touchdown catch, so did Austin Safarian Jenkins. That says a lot. He's not on a team right now, right? No. He got cut. No, like, I think he got picked up by the Patriots and then cut. Yeah, immediately. Yeah. And if you don't think Bill Belichick's a good like judge of talent, yeah. then yeah. Yeah. So, D.D. Westbrook... What I think was interesting about D.D. Westbrook is he he was he caught every single pass thrown to him when he was on the right side inside 10 yards. Yeah. So, like, statistically, every target in that range of the field he caught. Yeah. And so, if you had a quarterback that could actually do that consistently, it probably would have been 10 times that. Yeah. So I'm excited about D.D. Westbrook. I think we speak for almost everyone when he's the guy we look to the most to probably, like, step up. Yeah, I mean, I seem, it seems like a Steve Smith. Yeah, that's a good... I like that. That's I mean, right? Person. I mean, yeah. same size, same, like, greediness, yeah. same, like, attitude, yeah. same, like... Maybe not as dirty, speed. but... Maybe, yeah. yeah, not as dirty. Hopefully not as dirty. Yeah, but speed-wise, I mean, yeah. like, dude, that's, like, him. And he's quick. I mean, he makes guys miss. Yeah. I mean, we they, we showed a uh, a clip on our Twitter against the Rams, like, two years ago, and they do was just making people miss left and right. It was disgusting. Dude, he's going to be nasty this year. Yeah. There's no way that he's not going to be. I'm excited. Him with Foles. So here's a question for you. He had 717 yards last year. Do you think he breaks 1,000 this year? I think he goes for 1,208 touchdowns. How many? Nine? Eight. Eight? 1,200. That's a lot of yards. That's he's 16 make... games with Foles? And 1,200? Offensive line that's like back? Dude, he's Look, gonna... I want him to get it. I'm just, I'm just saying it's a okay. lot. Like, All right. Well, so let's back up a little bit then. So you think Marquise Lee is going to be our number one receiver this I year? I don't know what to expect out of him because he's like coming off the injury. Well, no, I think Westbrook will be the one, but I if think... If our one doesn't get 1,208, then we're going to have a problem. I mean, eight, I can see eight, but 1,200 is a lot. Okay, well... That's double. That's double. 1,008 or yeah. nine, whatever. He's going to be our number one guy, right? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, I think I don't think he gets to a thousand yards. I think we have like three guys. That I think we have. I'm like, gonna start arguing that again, dude. If he got seven seventeen with Bortles, you don't think he can get to a thousand with Foles? I think he gets to a thousand. Okay, it maybe he has a good year, but I think these other guys will step up. I think you'll see a better year out of Keelan Cole than he had last year. Ooh, I think DJ Chark okay, will take well, a step in the right well, direction. We need to take a pause with the Keelan Cole. That needs some like. Like Look, lengthy, like the examination. guy is a, a good receiver. He had a bad second half of the year, but but do you? Think- I think he can be good. I look. Here's what I think about Keelan Cole, and I guess we can move on to Keelan Cole. Well, yeah, we should at this point. Keelan Cole is like, uh, I think he's a good three receiver. Absolutely, and he was forced to be a two two last year, yeah. and they for- they tried to make him a one in the beginning of the year. Fair enough. So I think when you get Westbrook, you get. Marquise Lee back, you put Terrell Pryor out there, you put Chris Conley out there, you go four wide. Now all of a sudden you have like a linebacker or a nickel corner covering Keelan Cole. 
You're telling me he's not going to do better than he did last year? My concern with him, I mean, trust me, I love the backstory. Again, like I was a huge Keelan Cole fan. But can you recover from that as a guy that wasn't the guy ever? Like, dude, he got nuked last year. He dropped everything after the big catch. Like, big plays. Like, yeah. important plays. I mean, like, mentally, can you come back from that as that type of athlete on that stage? I think Foles will elevate everyone. And I think, I think if there's a quarterback that can get him out of that, like we'll call it the yips or the psyche. The yips issue. is exactly what I was yeah, thinking about. Yes. Yeah, then, then I think Foles is the best candidate for that. If you bring in a guy that's like a gunslinger, that's just going to like dart you the ball. Like, uh, okay. I, but Foles will kind of bring you along as a team leader. I mean, Keelan Cole's PFF grade last year was 59.4, which is in the category of average for a wide receiver. He was well below average last year. But he had a decent, I mean, they had a great Patriots game. 120 yeah, yards, but everything touchdown. After, everything after that was like he. Okay, so like Marquise Lee, we love because of like we're watching the catch right now. I, didn't mean, I don't mean to cut you off, but literally we're, the catch I, just and I happened. Get that. And the year before, he was awesome. Like, dude, practice squad, awesome receiver. After that, though, ooh, oh god, that was such a good catch. And apparently, he made a good one-handed catch in like training camp the other day. I, he, he's a he's a one-handed guy. I get that, but. We love Marquise Lee because of his like first down catches, right? Mm. I mean, that is is like if you need he's a first clutch. down, yeah, he's, clutch. he's going to run the right yeah. route. He's going to get a yard behind where you need. He's going to catch it, and you're going to move the the chains. That's what they tried to do with Keelan Cole last year, and he dropped them all. He dropped so many big catches last year that I have a hard time thinking he can recover from that. Just period. I hope he does, but I mean, <sighs> I agree. Foles will give him a big old man hug and be like. Everything's all right, but dude, the first time he drops that first down catch, dude, I think it's right back to it. I think he takes a step forward this year. I mean, he's only 26. I think he only benefits from the improvements in the offense that we've made in the offseason. I think he only improves from everyone getting healthy. I, I, I like Keelan Cole. I understand the hate. I do, but I like Keelan Cole, okay. and I have a good feeling about him. My opinion on that is that of all of our wide receivers outside of Rashad Green, Keelan Cole is the worst. Okay. I mean, that, and I understand ba your point. No, solely based on the fact that I don't think he can recover mentally. So Keelan Cole had 70 targets, which is 31 less targets than D.D. Westbrook. Keelan Cole had 38 receptions, which is about 30 receptions less than D.D. Westbrook. He had 491 yards, which is 230 yards less than D.D. Westbrook. And he had one touchdown, which is four less than D.D. Westbrook. Yeah, so more looks... And less everything. He had a 59 PFF grade. What, what I like about Keelan Cole is like he had success on both sides of the field. D.D. Westbrook had a lot of success on the right, not a lot of success on the left. Keelan Cole can kind of go anywhere. That's why I think he'll be a good third receiver. I agree. If so. he is the third receiver, which is the question mark. Yeah, that's true. That's if the pressure's mark. not on him to be the man, yes, I think he'd be a great complement to everything else. So I guess that moves us to Didi's the number one. So who's the number two then? Well, before we move on to that, let's get let's do a couple of Twitter questions here. If uh, that's not a Twitter question, then shame on you guys. It probably is, but I wasn't looking. Okay, so um, this question's from uh, Patrick Jackson, and he's at radius underscore Johansson, and he says, "Are you happy with our varied attack of similar tier receivers, or would you prefer a clear cut?" an out number one who would pick up a lot of double coverage. 
Crystal Ball PJ, I'm sorry that I haven't had to be able to respond to you in two weeks. That's, that's my bad. He's been but, asking uh, about you. I'm sure he has, and <laughs> his life hasn't been the same. Just like mine hasn't, because I haven't been able to, you know, interact over the internets with you, PJ. But uh, I don't think that we have any idea what our offense is going to look like this year compared to what it has in the past. I think that's the number one thing. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think that factors into it as much as anything is like, our offense is going to be way different this year, and we have no idea who they're going to use where, how they're going to use them. I mean, Jason might because he's way into that, but for me, me as like the just the, the fan, dude, I have no idea what they're going to do this year. If they do just like they did last year with Foles, then yeah, I mean, I guess so, but I don't think it's going to be like that, right? I mean, honestly, there's no telling, man. New offensive coordinator, new quarterback. Well, plus new like offensive like guru... What is it? I don't know what you're trying to say at all. Dick, uh, who's this guy that brought in? Oh, he's defense. Oh, defense. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, all right. Anything else? Everything's changing. Yeah, I agree. I, I think, ah, man, are they, are they similar tiered? Like, maybe. I mean, Terrell Pryor, Chris Conley. Yeah. I guess Didi was, yeah. No, our like, receivers, I agree, across the board are kind of the same like we've got a bunch of number twos and threes yeah so i mean here's your probably your five best receivers dd westbrook marquise lee dj chark keelan cole chris conley terrell Pryor. they're not all the same size they're not all the same like play style but they are kind of similar tier don't you think absolutely yeah it's not ideal no answer your question but when you're a team that's built on defense it's probably the sacrifice you make, right? Yeah. Because you don't want to make the sacrifice on the offensive line. You don't want to make the sacrifice at quarterback. Running back, you've still got a guy in his rookie contract. They were still hoping and praying. So Fingers and toes crossed. When you're spending all your money on defense and yeah, quarterback. you, you got to have a weak point somewhere, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, you look back over the Patriots' reign. You know, how many, like, stud wide receivers have they had? Randy Moss? Well, they had none to start with. They picked right. up a couple later in their no, career. No, I'm talking, I mean, it's been, like, what, yeah. 15 years? And you think of it, there was a little yeah. stint with Randy Moss. There's a little, a one-year stint with Brandon Cooks. Didn't work out. You think back, you know, Wes Welker wasn't a, he, Patriots made him. No, they had a bunch of, like, middle-tier yeah. quarter, like, or wide receivers that, yeah. that, that worked in the system. Right. So, our system this year, hopefully, is that. Well, we'll see. So let's go back to that, though. I mean, before we get into our Twitter question, because okay, I was about unless, to. unless there's one about ranking the wide receivers. There is. Okay, well, let's move to Kind that, of. Then. It's not really a rank question. We can rank them after. Because we... I think that's important because, I mean, I, yeah, let's move to that. Then. All right, so this question is from Jason Rat, and he's at RatHCP, and he says, how many receivers do you think make the final roster and any chance an undrafted guy makes it? Well, first of all, let me know who the undrafted guys are because I don't Does know. Does Keelan Cole count as an undrafted guy? Well, no, not at this point. Okay, so here's your, here's your undrafted guys. Uh, CJ Board, Raphael Leonard, neither one of them, and Michael Walker. Don't make the team. Here are the two guys. Yeah, go the hard no on those. Yeah, here are the two guys that may... If These are the only two guys that could like that could like ball out in the preseason and make the team. Tyree Brady, big body wide receiver from... Marshall, like good, like I like. I mean, he would be our biggest 
six three two zero one. It's like goal line wide receiver, like yeah, kind of like a tight end. Super type. strong hands, like super strong hands, but he's kind of light in the in the frame. He's six three two zero one. Who cares of the goal line? Yeah, he's kind of old. He's a redshirt senior at Marshall. He's got fluid hips. Uh, he could be a good special teams guy. I said fluid hips. Fluid hips is a is an attribute you want in someone that moves in the open field. Well, Chark was a good special team guy. That doesn't yeah. help us out on offense, though. No, it doesn't. So. But I think Chark could contribute. All right, and so there's you got Tyree Brady out of Marshall, and the other guy that like potentially could play his way onto the roster is Drednick Snelson. Drednick? Drednick Snelson, and he was UCF's best receiver last year. Did he year. come from the like Czechoslovakia? Yeah, you know, I don't Pit know where Bulls he came Republic from. Republic of something? Um, I know that he's 5'11", 198. Ooh. He's a, but he's, a, he's fast, and he's a vertical wide receiver. He makes He made some amazing catches. Um, he's an explosive receiver. He's developing game. Um, he's good at like getting off the line of scrimmage. Not great in routes. He gets to his top speed fast. Basically, here's the guy that he is. Okay. So let's picture that we're calling this 10 formation. 10 formation means you have one running back and zero tight ends. So okay. you're in shotgun. You have Leonard Fournette next to you. There's no tight ends. Which I think we might do right. that a lot. Oh, yeah. They did a lot in Minnesota. That's why I'm using the example. Five wide receivers. Okay. So then to your left, it's called two by two. Okay. Obviously, two receivers on the left. Two receivers on the right. So if we're breaking down film, you would call this 10 formation, two by two. So it'd be like Lee, Chark on the right, a left, Didi on the right with whoever. Right. So this is what I'm saying. This is where Snelson is most value is. You put Snelson in the slot. And if the other team is in cover three, which means or cover one, they have one high safety. Yeah. You run your slot guys vertical. They're called seam routes. And it pulls them out. This dude is like great at like getting to that gap between the linebacker and the safety, and he can make the catch there. Which that sounds like right up Nick's Foles alley. In the modern NFL, where these teams are playing like the Jaguars. Is it like a Tyreek Hill? Yeah, yeah. Terry Hill's a lot better. Of course. This, 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 I'm just going to give you an example of what this type of Who guy is. Who would you is. compare him to like that everybody like recognizes because nobody's heard of the Russian like assassin? Uh, um, like gosh, a Wes Walker? Like, I mean, no, is he that guy? Yeah, no, he's like no? a... Uh, Sorry to put it in a spot. No, but. yeah, I've never thought of a comparison for him. He's like a poor man's... Tory Smith. Oh. So... Uh, Nothing wrong with that. No, but poor man's. But he's fast. Fast, yeah. Fast. He's explosive. He Which gets, that's what we're missing. He we don't have anybody that's quick. like fast. Like yeah. Westbrook is fast, but he's not like fast. Yeah. Well, then we have Trey McBride, who ran a four four in the combine. Yeah, but he's like he's like he got drafted by like the Raiders or something ask like me that. ask him to like yeah and he won't he won't make the team cut and make you know but Snelson out of UCF and Brady out of Marshall are the only two guys that potentially make the team but if we're like, but so let's, the answer to that tour question is no. So who are the five that make the team? <laughs> how many receivers? Okay, he asked how many receivers. I would say five because typically five make the team. That's easy pick then. I mean, that's yeah. That's Lee. It's Westbrook, Chart, Cole Conley, and Cole. What about Pryor? Trail Pryor. Pryor is a work in progress. He might be like a tight end. <laughs> no. I mean, I'm just saying, like yeah, that's like no. his like body style, like, dude. That guy's been like the upside potential, like in basketball. Like, hey, he's got upside potential. Or yeah, well, no, but he was a, good. He was good in 2016. Yeah, he's okay. 2016 was good. He had like 800 yards in 2016 and like nine touchdowns. So then we take six wide receivers if he's that good. That's what I'm wondering. Like, okay, so you got Lee, Westbrook, Westbrook Cole, Shark, Conley, and then Pryor. Is he is? Does he make the team? I don't see any of those guys getting cut. Maybe Pryor. Man, Pryor might be the odd man out, right? And your boy's not even on that list, Cole. No, yeah, he is. Yeah, Westbrook, 
Lee, Cole, Chark, Conley. I think Cole's the one that gets cut out. He could. Man, he could. So let's do that. Let's list our top five. Okay. I mean, my top five is easily Didi's number one, Lee's number two, only because we don't know where he's at with his recovery because they've been silent about that, which I get. They yeah. don't want anybody else to know about that. Yeah. And then Chark has to make the leap, in my opinion. Right? I yeah. Mean, he was like a stud at LSU. He, had, yeah. he was open lots of times, and the ball was a Blake Bortles ball. Maybe he would catch it if Foles was throwing it. And he did fumble a lot, too. Yeah, and he was great on special teams. So I think that's like the top three. And then you got, dude, I think Conley is going to be the guy. I think he just got left out at KC last year. I, I mean, like Conley. I do too. Big, so, young, yeah, fast. So I think he's four. And then that fifth position, man, I mean, that's like, that's stout. You really think Cole makes it ever prior? Prior? Yeah. You do? I think they like Keelan Cole. I mean, I don't know. I mean, he, he got benched at the end of the year. Who knows, man? I don't know what they're thinking. He got benched because he couldn't catch anything. I agree, I agree with you. But he's, but he's making one-handers where he's not. I've heard nothing out of him out of the preseason. He had a, he had a one-hander, and I mean, whatever that's worth. I mean, I've heard good yeah. stuff about Chark. I've heard good, good stuff about everybody. Pri- you don't hear much about Pryor, though. It's, I don't know, man. I mean, I He's a specimen, know. dude. He's yeah. like that like project that yeah. hasn't worked he's out. He's been a project since like 2015. Like, exactly. I mean, he got drafted in like 2011, played quarterback for like three years. So I don't think any of the undrafted are making it. They would have to like ball out, like they yeah. have to like ball out, and with uh, I think the boy question Minshew. mark is Lee. Is he back? Yeah, but he's gonna be on the team because when he's healthy, he's one or two. If he can come back anywhere close to where he was, that's true. I mean, he's had this multiple is like injuries. modern NFL. If this was like 1980. I think you have a valid point, but I mean nowadays everyone comes when they're young. Everyone comes back to a but certain he's point. He's not that young anymore, dude. I he's mean, 27, 28. Yeah, that's young. And he's had multiple injuries, and he's not yeah. back on the field. He's not doing reps. But he was really good in 2017. He was. I mean, Everybody he was, was really good in 2017. Good. No, but he was the best out of our group. Sure. And he was the best in 2016. He had more yards in 2016. So you guarantee that Lee is going to be a producer next year? Mm, I don't know when, but eventually, yeah. I don't know if it Can might. Can you might, risk it might, that? It might not you be until week five, 10. Six games? 10 games? Yeah. But you can't we cut throw, him. You throw him an IR and put no. one of those guys in there? No. Mm. Wow. So, yeah, all the undrafted rookie wide receivers are done then. Yeah, unless someone beats out Cole and Pryor. All right. Like, if a Tyree Brady goes off or a... And I think Brady and Snelson, I think one of those guys makes the practice squad, maybe both. No, and that's th- a, guy a lot they, of them might be on the practice squad. I agree That's with a that. guy they flex up when there's an injury or something like okay. that. Fair enough. So, that might be, be the longest answer to a Twitter question ever. That's okay. Where are you going depth here? I think I don't see them keep more than five. All right. Well, before we take a break, I want to read this one last Twitter comment. Okay. And this was, this was at us. They quoted our tweet and they put this at this. And this is from Twitter name, DD Westbrook. What? And he's at is DD the great 11. And he said to our tweet about DD Westbrook, it's going to be a caps real big year. Man, DD, I'm glad you're finally listening. We've been touting you for yeah. almost two years now. Yeah. So longer than that. Probably our most famous Twitter comment so far. Yeah. You guys so. blow up Didi and say, yeah. hey, I appreciate the comment. Yeah. And we agree, dude. You're our guy. Like, so, if I'm buying jerseys next year, there's two that I'm thinking about buying. It's Foles and it's Didi. Really? No Minshew? 
if he comes out with some like <laughs> if he comes out with some jean shorts that are like jaguar colors like the men's shoe shorts i'll go that route but no not jersey i'm just telling you right now if there's ever a game that maybe like, a Minshew t-shirt with his number on it like jersey tee Jer- jersey tee i would do that if there's ever a game like um, uh, let's say week 16 jags are like locked in to the number one spot they're saying Minshew's starting the game <laughs> I'm going to the game. I'm going to shave my mustache into a Minshew mustache, and I will wear jean shorts. I'm ready. So I'm with you. I'm do it. I'll commit to that right now. So yeah. Hey, I think it'll happen. <laughs> All right. Well, we got to take a break. Uh, this is break number one. Um, another Jags podcast. This is episode 72. Uh, thank you, guys. We're going to get some more of your Twitter questions and talk about the wide receivers. Uh, make sure to listen to these ads and um, support the ads, because usually there are other podcasts. So... We'll have a, a Jorts ad soon. Jorts, I'd be good with that. Yeah. I'd be good with that. It might um, be our own. We might have to throw like maybe out a little there. picture. Yeah, maybe something. look at our new little, little profile picture. Yeah. Us and All right. Well, we'll get some more after this. We will be right back. All right. Welcome back to episode 72 of another Jags podcast. It's me and Joey sitting here tonight. On a beautiful Wednesday night. Um, we'll probably put this out tomorrow, so it'll be Thursday if you're listening to our podcast. But remember, you can watch our show live on YouTube. We have Which a live show. I think some people are right now. Yeah, no, we got some people watching it right now. And uh, feel free to interject yeah. with your questions and comments. Which is awesome. Like If you are watching, like comment, because we get that as we're talking. And Jason picks that up. I don't. But yeah, it's, know, it's we'll nice it. we want this show to be about the fans. So It's even more fun that way. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. What do we know? We're just two dudes on a couch. Something. We'll give yeah. you our opinion. Yeah, exactly. So we wanted to kick it off. Two dudes on a couch. <laughs> That's a good name for a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, carry on. All right, so um, we are going to, we're talking about the wide receivers. We've been breaking yes. down different position groups. We're talking about wide receivers right now. Um, but before we get to the wide receivers, there was recently, how recently was this article come out? It was like today. Today. Or, uh, I would say Sunday through today, maybe. At some point during that time, ESPN put out. So sometime this week. Re- recent <laughs> this week, yeah. Recent. I want to yeah. say it was today, though. It, the latest yesterday, maybe. But ESPN put out their rankings of like what they thought were going to be the best teams for next year, and they didn't really, you know, release like the analytics of like how they ranked it or anything. I mean, it, but it's ESPN, so I mean that's pretty legitimate. The Jaguars were at nineteen. Yeah, I mean, what, we were five and awful last year, so I mean, I can kind of see that. Yeah, I mean, I think that. Prior to last season, a lot of the national media got burned by the Jaguars, and they're not big on getting burned. You know, I mean that that's not really their their forte, because everybody was you know you had Romo picking us to go to the Super Bowl, you had you know Prisco like giving us like top props, and they got burned. So we're gonna have to prove it this year. I mean, it's a prove it year. We're back to the chip on the shoulder, which I love, man. That's my favorite thing in the world other than backstory. That's your favorite. I mean, we're back to chip on your shoulder. And if you want to kind of continue that, like Jalen Ramsey, you saw the, uh, Schefter podcast. Like, did you hear about that? Yes. So like, you know, he was on the Schefter podcast. He's like, Everybody that he banned from Twitter and everything, he's, all the media he's put back on there. Schefter asked him during that podcast, you know, what do you think of the quarterbacks you're going to play this year? And you know, his response was like, really, you're going to go there? You know, like, I'm not doing that. So, I mean, he, he seemed to have, to have matured a little bit. And I think last year we just got too blown up nationally. We got big heads and it showed. And this year, I think all across the board, they're kind of refocused, which is a good thing. Yeah, I think that's a good point about the national media getting burned last year because we all got burned. 
And the national media, they take pride in their predictions and a lot of them got him wrong. I mean, I think a large part of that is due to injuries. We've talked about that in the past to nausea. But if you think about it, like we picked what was it seventh this year? So that means technically we would be like the 25th worst team. Yeah. So the national media, so ESPN is I saying. I guess that's still giving us some credit. Yeah, right. we're going to get better. Man, J- Jason is a homer <laughs> of all homers right there. That's the best comment I've heard all week. Usually I'm like the pessimist though. Yeah, yeah, Usually like I get so much crap on Twitter for being like. I think you're the pessimist like individually but like on a, like the like larger scheme of things you're you're definitely a jaguar homer yeah um, I'm, I'm one of the biggest jags fans like you'll ever meet like I, that is a great point you're right i mean where we picked we should be ranked lower than that yeah is, exactly. that, the full, is that the full signing probably okay yeah and maybe i mean i doubt they've done any research on us getting healthier but i mean i think we're gonna get healthier yeah so. nobody cares about us enough to like actually look no. into our offensive line or anything no. like that i mean absolutely not Let's get back to receivers. We've kind of already talked a little bit about D.D. Westbrook, Keelan Cole, and Marquise Lee. Before we move on, Dave Myring, and he's at Dave Myring, and he had a comment about Westbrook. He said, 1,200 yards and 12 touchdowns, mark my words. Wow, man, Dave. I was almost there. I said 1,208. So you and Dave uh, are kind of of the same Dude, accord. 12 touchdowns, though. I mean, that's like... I mean... <laughs> You're talking about like uh, brown numbers there, right? That's That's good. I mean... Just talking about like top three receivers in the league. Eh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's 12 touchdowns? There. Yeah, that's a lot. You're not getting that from Julio Jones. I mean, yeah. you might get like 1,200 yards, but you're not getting 12 touchdowns. Yeah. Well, we talked a little bit about Chris Conley. Let's get into Chris Conley a little bit here. We, we talked about how he was at Kansas City, kind of overshadowed in that offense. I mean, you're, you're looking at guys like Sammy Watkins, Tyreek Hill, guys like uh, who's the running back? Uh, out of the backfield. I know everyone's yelling at me right now. I'm sorry, but uh, yeah, he's not. He went to Washington, right? Yeah, yeah. and so uh, I mean, they had a lot of like pass catching options. Um, Dude, he had like eight options on every play. Yeah, uh, Tra- not Travis Kelsey. Yeah. So Kelsey. I mean, Conley kind of got lost in the shuffle down there. So, but what's interesting about Conley is that he had five touchdowns last year. Which is pretty amazing. That's all that. That's the most our our highest player. Dee Westbrook had five. I think Conley is going to blow some people away. I do too. I'm excited about Conley. Um, I was I kind of threw out on Twitter if people thought Conley would match Moncrief's numbers from last year. I think he's going to blow away his touchdowns, yards, man. I mean. Moncrief had a lot of garbage yards, so it's kind of hard to... Yeah, I mean, he had 668 yards and three like, touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, he did. 89 targets. I mean, that's only... But his, but his yards and touchdowns were garbage time. Like, there was never an important play that he factored into. Yeah, I mean, he had a good touchdown against the Patriots, which we were just watching. And, you know, not a bad receiver, but... So you think that DJ... Not DJ Chark. You think Chris Conley is going to have over 668 yards? I think he's going to be our third receiver. Okay. And I'm not basing it on anything other than the fact that he bought a surfboard. He did. And loves to surf and yeah. was at sunrise. So no, I see that guy everywhere. It's insane. He's all around the beach. I mean, you gotta you gotta you gotta like that, right? Yeah. I mean the last guy that was around the beach was Blake Bortles and he panned out perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> so if we, you're if you're happy to be where you work that's and true. you came from a situation to where you don't feel like you had the opportunity, he's obviously stoked to be here. And he's buying into it, and I think that has got to like show dividends. And that was Westbrook down the left side, by the way. Well, that was a, that was a punt return. Ah, so uh, missed we, the first part of that. Yeah, play. so we're watching. Ooh, look at Leonard. 
So we're watching the Jags and the Patriots, I'm sorry, the Jags and the Steelers game from this year, which I think was like week 11. And oh, look at that. we're watching D.D. Westbrook had a very nice punt return. Yeah. That's an underrated part of D.D. Westbrook's game is his punt returning. Dude. Like, he's we, awesome. haven't, we haven't talked about that at all. Like, he's, he's a good punt returner. Yes. So. He's our, he's our solidified number yeah. one, man. Yeah, no, in he's In my good. opinion. No, he's good, for sure. But I think Conley is our number three. Well. Worst case. Duval Hot Takes, and they're at Duval Hot Takes, and they're our Big Cat Country brothers. Yeah. Uh, you can also find them on the Big Cat Country podcast network they Definitely. do good stuff yeah listen to them they have some good points and uh they said uh, not only will chris conley match that bum referring to moncrief's production but you can pencil me in for having it beat by the bye week market our bye week is week seven so we'll have to look that up so duval hot takes is our big fans of chris conley i would have to agree i mean we could probably get them on and uh Talk I can see that. that happening though, like numbers wise, easily. It's just, yeah, I mean, maybe. Dude, I was the biggest Bortles fan out of probably anybody in Jacksonville, other than maybe Bortles' mom. Oof, nice interception. I mean, I was a huge fan of his because of the everything he brought to the game outside of maybe throwing a good pass. Yeah. But you look at the passes he threw, even the ones that were caught, dude, he was questionable on most of them. Foles is not. Yeah. Like, Foles doesn't have the get out of the pocket, like, run run it, make it happen with his legs, 18 yards when you need it. He's not going to be that guy. But, dude, the guy throws a good ball, and he throws a great short ball. So, no way that Conley doesn't have an impact. I think it has an impact. I just don't know if he puts up wide receiver two numbers. He may. I didn't say two. I said three. Yeah, but I would think 700 yards is wide receiver two numbers. No? Am I off on that? I, I mean, there's no tight end, so I mean, maybe I think we're not. throwing a lot more this year than everybody thinks, man. That's the that, that was my point earlier. It's yeah, like, we are not going to have the same offense that we did. Yes, we're going to be in the trenches and we're going to run the ball, but dude, we're going to we, we because we can, we can open it up, man. We have a, a quarterback that can. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, and I mean, why wouldn't you? Modern NFL, you're right. It's a good point. You're going to have to. Does Fournette and Ramsey just own the Steelers or what? Like, they do. That's just disgusting. And I'm just going to go out there and, you know, we're not talking about DBs at this point. We will. But I mean, I've been hard on Ramsey, but God, Ramsey's the man. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's there's just no doubt at this point. I'm like super scared that we are misplaying him, his contract. Really? Yeah. He. You see him post the pictures of like Kevin Dude, Byard. You don't and- pay him this year though. There's no way. Then you don't pay Ngakwe if you do, which is our third leader. In I mean, we're gonna wait. Yeah, ahead of ourselves I know. It's just like, groups, dude. But- would you? I would rather have Ramsey than Ngakwe and Telvin Smith. Like that's how much I like Ramsey. Well, Telvin's gone. I'm just saying, like, I would love to have. Ramsey back, and I hope Dude. we didn't mess it up by not. He's resigning. one of the best players in the entire NFL. Yeah, without a doubt, unquestionable. All right, this next question is from Angus Seymour, and he's at Das Gus, and he says, "Are there any attributes of our current wide receiver core that should be worrying other defenses?" Yeah, Didi Westbrook's speed, his grittiness, and. Lee's route, route running. 
or chark speed and size, man, in his hands it, it, when the ball's thrown to him in a spiral. I mean, I think Shark is probably the like wild card of our entire season. That's a good question for that. I mean, I would have to say so. I mean, the dude's prototypical size. He was open. I mean, if you look at the like watch games from last year, he was open. Like he can get open. He can get in position. And he dropped some balls, and he got balls thrown to him that were absolute crap. I think Shark is like the make or break of our wide receiver core, and I'll probably add that to, to this question because that's kind of a good point. He, I mean, he had a bad PFF grade last year, fifty-one point six. Yes, thirty-two targets, only fourteen receptions. I mean, that's because they don't take into account a second-year receiver that is special teams like guru. Yeah, that is open all the time and can't catch a wobbly ball that's thrown to him. But at some point, like, you either can catch but he the was ball open. or you can't. But he was open. Yeah. He, ran, he ran the right routes. He got open. A good quarterback gets that to him. Yeah. I think just, he is the wild card of our team. Yeah. That's, that's solid. I mean, I'm, I'm hopeful for him. <sighs> Excuse me. Bless you. Oh, man. Double sneeze there. But... I'm hopeful for him. He plays good on the left side. I mean, he had seven targets when he was on, lined up on the left, had six receptions. So, that if that means something to anybody. I think if there's attributes of our current, attributes of our current wide receiver core that should be worrying other defenses is that we can take the top off of some of these. I mean, we're talking about a, a, a receiving core that maybe isn't the most, like, spectacular as far as, like, name, but, like, as far as can get vertical... D.D. Westbrook, Keelan oh, Cole, uh, Chark, Conley, Pryor, all those guys can get vertical. We got like four or five guys that run sub five, like four or five forties. We got some vertical threats. We do. Like we're going to be able to take tops off yeah. the defenses. And I'm, you know, pretty excited about that. We haven't had that in a while. No, usually we got the slow guys that run good routes and catch like eight yard yeah. like routes. Yeah. So we have the opposite of that. And they just need a good quarterback to throw to them is what I am firmly believing. Go Jacks. <laughs> Referring to the Conley Moncrief comparison. There's no comparison, but okay. Here's the question. Nick Foles is my quarterback. That's his name on Twitter. And he's at Foles LS. Really? His Twitter name is Nick Foles is my quarterback? Yes. And he says Chris Conley may double Dante Moncrief's production. We got some we got some big believers in Chris Conley. I'm calling BS on that Twitter name. No, that's his, that's his like name. Like you can make your name anything you want. But your okay. at his at is Foles LS. Well, so he's got a Foles like handle. Yeah, people change him though, like depending right. on how they're right. feeling. So double. So what were doubles? So that's like twelve hundred, thirteen hundred yards, and six touchdowns, and, and ten touchdowns. Ugh. Or no, yeah, six touchdowns. You're right. Still though, really, it's a lot of yards, man. I mean, there's only so many people like that are gonna get those yards. Yeah, but he's gonna throw the running backs a lot, and I mean, I could easily see six touchdowns though. I mean, that's, Yeldon had almost 500 yards last year, which he was the number one receiver like halfway through the year. So, let's <laughs> <laughs> factor that in. He had, I mean, <sighs> yeah, I mean, O'Shaughnessy had 214 yards. That's where the other yards went last year. I mean, honestly, we have D and a healthy Lee. Hopefully, that's two. That's all we have to bank on. Everybody else, Cole. No, everybody else is a X factor. Yeah. Everybody else is like, somebody else is going to step up in third and fourth role, or somebody might blow up and be the number one or number two. But that's a bold prediction, man. Uh, 
I can't back that. Well, that is bold. I can't either. I, if that happens, then I'll be really happy because that means oh, our be, team's doing really be, good. But yeah, uh, be, we're we're throwing up like fifty on KC at that point. I mean, yeah, that's true. Well, um, do we want to touch on Terrell Pryor before we take our second break and we get to our questions? That I think we should because nothing to do with Terrell Pryor. <laughs> <laughs> Terrell Pryor is is like the I don't know. He's that guy, man. Like everybody has expected him because of his like he's he's an elite athlete. Like he's a freak of nature, right? Like as far as like his yeah. capabilities. Oh yeah. I mean, but he's never like lived up to that potential. He did though. In twenty sixteen, he had a good year. Okay, what is that year? Twenty sixteen. Let's see here. Uh, let's look it. Up. I'll look it up. I'm, I think it was like I think it was like eight hundred yards and like ten touchdowns. Which again is like tight end numbers. That's good for a guy that was like on, he was on Cleveland, Cleveland when they were like weren't winning games. Cleveland, eight hundred and ten with Cleveland. Yes. Look, all right. So I got it right here. Let's see here. Um, Should I do a drum roll? Because drum roll, two thousand sixteen. He had not as many as I as I thought here. <laughs> <laughs> This, oh, this is passing this is passing I was looking at his passing yards because he's on. basically like our no. third string quarterback yeah yeah hold on I agree okay I was right 2016 he uh, started 15 games played in all 16 games okay so he's healthy healthy, healthy scratch that year 140 mm-hmm. targets because they had nobody else sorry continue 77 receptions that's not bad 1,007 yards how many touchdowns four touchdowns Wow. Yards per reception, 13.1. That's stout. That is eight rushes for 21 yards, so throw another 21 on top of that. Call him slash. And if every quarterback goes down, he's going to be throwing the ball. 1,000 yards receiving in 2016. There's no way that guy does not make the team. Well, 2017, he had 240 yards with the Redskins on nine games only and yeah, two games Redskins. started. Can't trust anything that and then he played for two teams in 2018 for a total of eight games played and one game started <laughs> for a combination of 252 yards and two touchdowns. But we got him for a bargain. Which yeah. is what we've done all year. Oh, no, yeah. I mean, the agency. guy might not make the team, but... I think he makes the team because of his... Ability to play multiple, like, options. Let me throw this stat at you, Joey. What was the question? I've, I no, we're just talking about Trail Pryor. There's no question. Okay. So my dog, Trail Pryor, had a 58.2 PFF grading. That would make him the second best wide receiver last year on our team. Which shows how so stupid yeah. PFF nah, grades are. Well, okay, maybe not, though. Okay. Look, he only played, he only played in... He played in six games with the Jets and had 235 yards. Yeah, there should be a... a a standard, like, you have to play in nine games to have a PFF I'm just grade. telling you, like, 16.8 yards per reception in okay, those six so games. so a backup quarterback comes in and plays... Six what? games? A and ga- plays good? A they, game and a half. That's literally Garoppolo. You come in and play six games, you play well, then that's good. Mm. I, look, okay, okay, okay. I'm now. not done. I'm You're not really done yet. Argue no, no, I'm not done. Accurate in that Listen, case. Middle of the field, middle of the field. Eleven targets, eight. Which is why he's like a tight end. That's what I'm saying. But that's fine with me. I agree. Because I, mean, I mean, you look at a guy. Like O'Shaughnessy had 214. I'm telling yards. you, he's making the team as our fifth wide receiver and our over probably, Cole. Yes. Over a guy who had almost 500 yards receiving for us last year. Yes, because he had 500 yards in the first four games and then <laughs> dropped everything after that. 
and he can't go over the middle. He's not a goal line guy. How did we lose this game against the Steelers? Ramsey had two interceptions. I'm guessing it has something to do with Keelan Cole. Two interceptions, one in the end zone. We were up 9-0 with seven minutes left in the in the in Yeah, the and then quarter. they blew us out. We just couldn't score in the red zone. That was our problem. Oh, such a good play Look at that interception. He just owns Antonio Brown. Ramsey is so good. And he's kind of stopped running his mouth. Run your mouth on the field all you want, Ramsey. No, I like him the way he is. Don't change, Jalen. Don't, don't, Please don't, don't change. Don't run it. No, Jalen's my favorite NFL player. He's changing for the good, though. He's no, not, he's not no, being he's not. He's not being he's baited not. into no. running his mouth. He's embarrassed because the team was such dog crap last year. No, he's year. not being baited into running The second we're good again, he's going to be the same way. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so, too. He's not yeah. getting baited. It just, I, I don't like the new Jalen. So you think he should have ran his mouth? Yes. Really? Yes. I hey, love that, hey, Jalen. all you crap quarterbacks. You're crap, even though you beat us last year. Jalen is my favorite player in the NFL, and he's been. And I don't know if I've liked anyone as much as him since like Maurice Jones Drew. <laughs> like when when he retires, he may go down in the Jaguar history as my favorite Jaguar ever. It's possible. All right, so Terrell Pryor, eight for eleven in the middle of the field, 150 yards in the middle of the field. Yeah, I think he could be that middle of the field guy for, yeah, our for tight Nick Foles. <laughs> Which you laughed at at the beginning of the segment. <laughs> No, that's now you're a good backing point. up my comment no, with, with your own stats. That's a good point. Is Terrell Pryor the Jags tight end for 2018? It might be, man. <laughs> He's making the team, and he will be that option. You can't be worse than what we have. I mean, Jeff Swain sure isn't going to catch you any balls, and no, Johnson is what he is. I think he makes the team, absolutely. I think that puts more of pressure on Keelan Cole. I mean, Rashad Green, man, love that. Like, that guy's like the best ever. Like, how are you that guy? And he's done. And now. you're still, dude, everybody says yeah. that and he's back in the league the next year. Like, he's my hero. Like, that guy's awesome. Does Josh Olsen do anything in the receiving game for us? I don't even know who that is. <laughs> so I'm going to go with a big hard no the on tight that. Tight end, we just drafted in the third round. Yeah, I'm going to go with no on that. We drafted him in the third oh, round. Olsen, I'm sorry, the guy from, yes, yes absolutely. Yeah. The guy's a stud. Yeah. Do you think he, what do you think he adds receiving wise? I'm rookie year with, I mean, because he's, he's a project. Yeah. He's an absolute project, but he's a freaking nature, like physically. So I think he goes like 403 touchdowns and I'd be happy with that. 400. I'd be real happy with that. That's yeah. double what O'Shaughnessy gave us last year. Well, O'Shaughnessy is O'Shaughnessy, man. I like O'Shaughnessy. But he's not. I think to- he'll be better with a better quarterback. <laughs> he absolutely will. But he's not near of a athletic specimen at all. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he's not. He's no, yeah, I know you're right. I'm with yeah. you. I'm with you. I mean, dude might like completely flame out, but he has the potential to be like something special. All right. Well, we have a couple more questions that have nothing to do with the receiving core. Thank God. So we're going to take a break (laughs) to put ads in and then we're going to keep talking. So if you are listening just for the wide receivers, this is the time we would advise you to move on to your next podcast that you listen to. But if you like listening to our podcast and you want to hear more talk about the Jags, and more questions and comments from the fans. Listen or to these. If you have a comment about what we said about the wide receivers, throw it up there right now. Yeah, put it on YouTube so we can comment on it. We could be way off on stuff. I don't think we are, but yeah, it's possible. In the moment, I always think that, and I go back and listen to it, and I'm like, well, we were way off on that. I think the only thing we've been way off of ever is the draft when we got Allen. I wasn't too happy about the Foles thing right away either. I was, though. So you might have been off on yeah. that. Okay. I guess we'll still see on both of them. <laughs> But uh, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we're throw some ads in. Um, thank you to everyone that's listening. Find us on 
Jeez, how to get so open on that play? Yeah. Anyways, all right. So uh, follow us on Twitter, Another Jags Pod, Facebook, Instagram, Another Jags Podcast, YouTube, our live show every Wednesday. Um, we'll be right back to finish up our wide receiver talk. All right, welcome back to episode seventy-two, the wide receiver show of Another Jags Podcast. We've pretty much broken down all of the receivers on the team. And I think I think at this point we understand why nobody in the local media is breaking down the wide receivers. Would you agree with that? I don't really want to get started on the local media because I feel like they haven't talked about the Jags in like two months. Well, they kind of have, but they've like no. beat around the bush. It's more like I, a I can't, generalities. I can't handle it. They're, they, they'll go entire segments talking about like anything but the Jaguars. But they will talk about like Fournette. They will talk about Foles. They will talk about whoever's not showing up, but they won't like identify the wide receivers. I think they're doing it for the reason. I listen to the local radio almost as much as you. Maybe not as much, but we feel completely different about the local media. I am not a fan of all, not of the people. I like the people as people, but I just can't handle listening to like their personal lives. Like I don't like, do we talk about our personal lives very much on this show? Very, very little. We know because you, you guys don't care about it. But we're not on like every day. Even so, I don't think I would talk about what kind of beer I like for an entire segment. I was just trying to say, like, we're tackling something that nobody else. Yeah, to. sorry, I got a little off. There. You, did, you, did you brought of, it up though. You kind of got a little deep there, a little dark, <laughs> a little dark. But I, I agree. But the right. point being is, like, we're talking about something nobody else is. Yeah, that's a good point there because go. it's it's you know it's hard to know until so yeah we see what's uh, next. All right, so we got some couple questions that have nothing to do with the wide receivers. Okay. What do you do with the Jacks? I love it. This first question is from. Coach Pete, and he's at Coach L Tweets. Okay. And he says, preference between Jerry Judy or T Higgins for our first round pick next year. <laughs> I'm have to defer to Jason on this I one because you would. that was like Latin to me. So, uh, yeah, would. go ahead. All right. So, the first guy that I really like is T Higgins. He's a wide receiver from Clemson. He is 6'4", 210. He was just named second team, all ACC. Good good player 13 games 17 receptions 345 yards two touchdowns not amazing numbers but was that somebody we're getting like with the late round picks? no no he's gonna be probably a first round pick next year 100%. so we're gonna suck next year then is what no i mean he, i mean who knows where he could fall in the first round we could trade up yeah but yeah i mean he's saying he could suck so that's like a legit wide receiver oh yeah be no targeting. he's good no okay. tegan's is good all right uh then you got jerry judy and he's he plays at alabama uh, he's a junior this year. He uh, is also a good receiver. Not as big, 6'1", 192. But he did just win the Blinnikoff Award. I have to say, just like based on name alone, I think Judge Judy, like, I don't want that guy on my team. Well, this guy was first team All-SEC, <laughs> and he was the consensus All-American, and he won the Blinnikoff, which means he was the best wide receiver in But football. does that mean as much as, like, a bad name? Uh, I don't Jesus know. I don't know. To, I don't know to, to say uh, yes, it does, you idiot. I don't know how to just say it. Just say it. I don't know how to answer that, and right, I hope enough. that you. So, Judge Judy, we <laughs> want to draft next year. We all agree. We probably need a receiver next year, and that's what he's saying. We definitely need a receiver next year. Season. We'll see. Who knows how Marcus Lee comes back though? 
And Marquis Lee goes back and plays like 2017 Marquis Lee, and Didi Westbrook plays like 2018 Marquis Lee. Do you not doubt he'll get hurt again a a year from now? Apparently, Chris Conley's the next Randy Moss, according to our Twitter followers. I agree with our Twitter followers, I think. We've got Terrell Pryor, the most athletic wide receiver that's ever played the game. 1,000 yards receiving in 2016. Judge Judy for the win. Great question. What's next? Uh, I would like Jerry Judy. He he. I think he's going to be a better pro. Oh, Jerry? It's not Judge. <laughs> it's, T. Higgins will also be good. He's a big, big body guy. This next question is from Treeb Talks. Treeb. And uh, Treeb Talks is uh, good. If you haven't yet, go on Treeb's YouTube channel. And then I was actually on Treeb's yes. channel talking about running backs. He does a good video work for sure. It was fun. Let's just say it was. Was fun. it? Yeah, it was all right. He does a good job. He does a good job. Yeah, I was. Uh, I kind of went into it like without my notes, so I kind of had to go off the top of my head. So like I thought about it afterwards, and I was like, I forgot to say so much stuff, but no one's. That's not Troop's fault. That's your fault. It absolutely is my fault. Okay, fair enough. But he wants to know who who runs a faster forty yard dash, Joey or Jason? Oh, Jason would have crushed me. I uh, I don't want to be arrogant, but yeah, I, would, I mean without I would a crush, doubt, I would like crush him. Jason at twenty two and Joey at twenty two. <laughs> I think that would be a like a you could put money in either one and go either way. To be fair, at twenty two, I was very like stocky. I worked out a lot when I was twenty two. So did I. I've gotten into the, but I'm saying I'm faster now, now? than twenty two. Okay, well, take me at twenty three and Jason now. Yeah, would be a damn good race. Because right now, dude, yeah, I would sit there and like laugh as Jason <laughs> ran because I was not running. I but I would have to warm up for like 10, 15 minutes. That's one thing that I've noticed as I've gotten older has changed. Like. Back in the day, if you want me to run a 40, I'd line up and run the 40 and I would just run it. Now, if I did that, I would 100% injure a muscle without warming up. I guess we have to like kind of take it back because are there rules involved with the 40? Because like if they're not, like I would take off and then completely tackle him. You know what's funny is Patrick Jackson. And I might like finish. Patrick Jackson on Twitter said that Joey would trip Jason. I would completely cheat. <laughs> Patrick, man, me and you are like kindred spirits, bro. Because I would absolutely take him out. He'd not see it coming because he think yeah. I was trying to be legit. Yeah. Yes, that's what would happen. Yeah. Man, I think we lost this game. And he'd, he'd wake, wake up with like grass stains and like mad. I would be mad. But yeah, a, like straight away, fair race, Jason would blow me out of the water. I'm a very competitive individual. It doesn't matter. And you're also like way more in shape and like 10 years younger than me. So that's true. All that factors in. That's true. Yeah. But I would cheat. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This is the last question is from Noah Bennett and he's at the Noah Bennett. We probably should have asked this earlier because it actually has to do with the Jags a little bit. But he says, not a wide receiver question, but are people underappreciating the Josh Lambeau extension? In a league where kickers are a premium, are we expected to play a lot of tight games? Is this the best move of the offseason? I think there's no issue at all, like leaving this question for last, because at Noah Bennett has been one of our OG followers and always ask good questions. And that is a fantastic question, man. I mean, Lambo got kicked to the curb by the uh, state that I don't care about out west. And dude, he's nailed it, man. He's been a Jacksonville guy, he's been all over the community, he's been money. That's a great signing, right? Great signing. Is it the best signing of the offseason? Well, outside of Foles. Yeah. I mean, apparently Chris really, Conley is going to be uh, in Pro Bowler. Well. No, I like Lambeau. I, if you're talking odds, I mean, Foles is obviously the number one signing. Yeah. Lambeau is the no-brainer signing. And the rest of them are kind of like... You're, you're playing craps. I mean, like, we hope one, like, pans out. 
Yeah, I like Lambeau. I mean, I can't be upset with Lambeau. He's been really good. But let's just take a second and pump the brakes because we've all seen kickers that we love that are great like fall apart just fall off yeah and really lambo's like back end of the year wasn't all that great i mean the kicker position is like a golfer like they yeah. it's such a mental game like you miss a couple like extra pointer you know extra points and or miss like a 30 yard field goal and did you're done for your career like can't get it back so let's hope that doesn't happen but that's exactly i mean a golfer is a great comparison it really is yeah. i mean like you fall apart mentally because of the pressure i mean look at scoby when went to pittsburgh i mean he's admitted that himself like he went there he couldn't deal with the new scene couldn't deal with the pressure and just lost his Isn't ability that weird get. man he went from like hero dude, he's like a legend hero. yeah and he understands that he's like dude i couldn't deal with it like I lost the ability to do it. That's crazy. Hopefully that doesn't happen to Lambo, man, because he was like our one consistent thing last year, right? Plus his name is like a really cool car, so I like that. I like Lambo. I'm rooting for him. Why are we talking bad things about people that did good? <laughs> Lambo's going to do the same thing next year, man. Great question, Noah. Lambo, great signing. I'm speaking that into the like putting world. It, putting it in the atmosphere like that. it out there. All right. All great right. signing. So... Let's just wrap it up with this because I don't think we answered this. I think I asked it and I apologize if I, we didn't answer it. This question is from Darren Frazier and he's at TD Frazier. Me and Darren, can I, before I read this question, <laughs> Frazier though? I mean, really? I, I think it's like F R A Z I, like his last name. He uh, cut it okay, off there. Fair I, don't, I don't know how else to say it. Like, you, said, you said it kind of weird. What, Frazier? It's like I'm trying to be like fancy. I'm, I'm bougie. Let me say a little about Darren. So Darren, I met Darren playing flag football. I was playing on James's flag football team when I was like oh. sixteen, and right. So I was just like they called him the ringer, who was was apparently not fast, but very stocky at that point. No, at sixteen I was legit fast. Oh, so you went like from fast to stocky to yeah, fast. When I got again. to college, I was like, oh, I'm trying to impress these like, college chicks. Ah, chicks. I got so you, I got you, got you. Hitting the gym hard. Yeah, I gotta get big. Small. No, okay. yeah, I, I've always been a good seven on seven football player. Okay, okay, like put the pads on. I was, you know, played, but it wasn't, like, awesome. Sure. I have a feeling you were going to say this guy was, like, the man. Darren was, like, and is still, like, six, like, five or six, six. That's a big dude. And he played receiver on this flag football team. And he was, like, in his 20s. I was, like, 16. And I was so arrogant. I was, like, dude, I can moss this guy anytime I want. Way bigger than me, but I was, like, I can just jump with him. So we would like, I would always want to cover him. I would always play DB against him. And it was like 50 50. Sometimes he would catch it on me. Sometimes I would knock it away. Dude, a 6 5 guy that keep keep up with you. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. So we had a little like rivalry, even though we're on the same team. Like in practice, I would always go up against him. Okay. And so uh, it was fun because uh, I had some good memories. That was when I was like young and could jump, right? Like dunk basketball, which now nice. I can only dunk a tennis ball. So. Yeah, that's it's how sad it goes. how you regress in life. Anyways, this question is from Darren Fraser. He says, and now this will end our show. What is your thought on the depth chart order for week one? Give me your depth chart order. Uh, preseason or actual? Starting week one. Week one? Uh, okay. My hope to God is that it's. No. I don't want to hear your hope. I okay. want to hear All right. what, what I actually think it's going to be. This is your prediction. It's so be... when we go back. And listen to this, and we are in week right, one. My prediction is going to be Didi. It's going to be Chark. It's going to be Conley. 
And it's going to be... I don't know for the fourth man, honestly. I can't, I, I cannot. You know me, I'll So you said Dee Dee, Chark, Conley. So you, what, Lee, Lee's out? Lee's going to be the fourth. Lee's the fourth? I don't think Lee is healthy by then, man. I was going to say, don't like, think I'm, he's with, there. I'm with you if you so think. I don't know who the fourth is going to be. I, I'm with you. If you say Lee's not going to be there, I don't think he's going to be there. I'm with you on I that. I don't think but Lee's going to be there. He's not going to be the four if he's not there. So my, basically, my, you're between Pryor and you're between Cole. My point is, is that I don't think Lee is ready for game one. I'll give you three. I have no idea who the four is going to be because Lee's not going to be available. He ain't playing in the preseason. There's no way. And you're going to tell me that a guy's going to step in after over a year of no like real time. So where does Chark fit in there? You said Chark was two? Is that where you said he was? I did. You said Westbrook, Chark, and Conley. Conley. So where does that leave Cole, Pryor? I don't know. Or That's Lee. what I'm saying. I don't think Lee's available. Or so Lee's not available. Or it would be a no-brainer. No so you Those think are the four. Pryor and Cole are like toss-ups at four and five? Pryor and Cole are fighting for that position. So that means there's another receiver on the roster there then? Well, I mean, no, because you're not putting Lee on IR. He's but you got to have a guy on the roster that can play wide receiver in case you need him. I mean, you got to have at least sure. five that can play. So we talking Snelson? We talking Brady? I don't know. Here's my, here's my depth chart, one through five. Week one. Number one, Marquise Lee. Number two, Dee Westbrook. Number three, Keelan Cole. Number four, Chris Conley. Number five, Terrell Pryor. Chark's not in your top five? Okay, I, let me take that back. Let me try, let me try it over. Let me start. All right. Number one, Marquise Lee. Number two, Dee Westbrook. Number three, DJ Chark. Number four, Keelan Cole. Number five, Chris Conley. I think Terrell Pryor's on the team for at least half the season. And then it gets cut halfway through. And that's your fantasy land lineup. This is not my fantasy land lineup. That's what There's, I think will happen. Dude, Lee hasn't shown that he can even run a route. Lee will be okay. Lee will I be hope okay. so. Because that lineup, be okay. that excites me. Yeah, yeah. That's what it would be. If that's what we're going into the first game of the season with, then I'm excited. Who's the biggest wild card for you? In our receiving core? Yeah. Chart. Me too. Without a doubt. Mm -hmm. I think he has the ability to be a potential alternate Pro Bowl receiver if things go right. Dude, you can't say that. He's prototypical. Dude, he's got the size. He's got the hand. I mean, really? He doesn't have the hands. Let's not get the hands mixed up. I mean, definitely He's got the yips, but... Yeah, I mean, he's got the size. He's got the speed. He doesn't have the hands. He doesn't have the route running ability. He doesn't have the blocking Go back and watch... A lot of the games last year, and just follow him. I, I have. Dude, he was open so much. Same thing with Didi, man. Didi was open. The first half of the season was open yeah. so much, and the ball was not even like looked at to get thrown to them. Yeah, I can't wait to see what Foles does. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Foles is, I mean, the whole season is based off the fact that Foles makes everybody around him better, and our offensive line is back and healthy. That works, and we're going to make a run. That doesn't work, and we're back to the drawing board. And we're drafting your boy, Judge Judy, first round. Judge Judy the for the win. Five. Like I said. Well, before we end the show, we have to give a shout-out to our fans in Utah. 
And let me explain. Whew, that's, a, so, that's a shocker to me. So I want to hear this. A week ago, we had we gave a shout out to Treve and uh, which is what Idaho, Idaho. Yeah. So on Twitter, we had shout outs from fans in Utah, and they said, "Hey, if you're gonna give a shout out to Idaho, give a shout out to Utah." Really? Yeah. That's awesome. So here's our shout out to Utah. Thank you for listening. Uh, that's amazing. I must. I I almost made a Mormon joke, but I feel like that would cross the line of our family friendly show here. So shout <laughs> out, what, to, what, shout out to you guys and your multiple wives. Is that what you say? <laughs> I'll say it. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> so shout out to Utah. Uh, thank you for listeners. Um, again, we're on Twitter. I post on Twitter every like three to four hours, uh, video clips. And then I respond to people like all day. And honestly, Jason does a better job than probably half the people that are paid to do that. Yeah. I mean, I love Twitter. I live on Twitter. Yeah. Watch film all day. I post film clips. Like we're watching this Logan Cook clip right now. Logan Cook punting against the Steelers. Let's see here. Two step and a punt. That's pretty Pretty good. Punting from the 20. Let's see here. It's going to get a fair catch on the 25. It's like he played like rugby or something. I mean, Logan Cook actually played quarterback in high school. Fun fact. Yeah. Um, so, uh, that's going to end it for us. Make sure to give us a, if you're listening this deep, then high five to you guys and go on, go on iTunes and give us a five star. Cause that helps us a lot more than anything. Um, we're on overtime sports podcast, overtime entertainment. We're on Big Cat Country SB Nation, um, and we're, our shows on live YouTube. I would so, I would like to reiterate, like please like reach out to us, email, Facebook, YouTube, text, phone call, however that you like to find our podcast on, because that really makes a big decision or like our decisions going forward will be based off like where you guys like to find us at. So please yeah. let us know. We got some people trying to um, tie us down. Yeah. For lack of a better word. And uh, we're okay with it. Because, we are, but uh, we also but we, are the people's podcast. Right. So we and, don't want to hurt that at all. Right. And we want to be an extension of you guys. So keep sending us your comments. Keep sending us your questions. And we will read all of them unless we forget. Like always. Yeah. So like as always, go Jags. Woo! <laughs>